Hello everyone, this is Tim Connerson from the Connerson Thought Factory and it's been a little while and I know I promised to do more of these <coughs> and every time I promise and I do them and then I fall off but I really have been organizing the Connerson Center which I have incorporated as I told you I'm really trying to get that up and running my courses are doing well on another platform um, you can get in touch with me I can give you all that information and but I do need to do this more I need to build up this podcast because this most of all my other stuff is very formal essays lessons my fiction is all written and worked on and edited but this is where I get to really just have a stream of consciousness and really lay all my thoughts out and take twists and turns um, tonight I'm going to be talking about how direct fascism is at the gate and what we had and we were always moving in this direction anyway. But what we had with Trump was direct fascism. Nothing between. And the pandemic saved us in one way because it exposed how many people were actually suffering before the pandemic that nobody really understood or was paying attention to. We're in such a fog in the United States that people don't, they walk by homeless people they walk by poor people and it's night they don't exist <clears throat> no one wants to acknowledge it but the pandemic made us acknowledge it and now we're coming out of the pandemic for example during the pandemic homeless people were everywhere but you didn't see it because there was a lockdown homeless people spread out spread their wings they didn't hide off in the corners anymore and they got used to being out now, for instance, in New York City, the United is opening back up. The homeless people are still out. And people are like, wow, man, not only is there homeless people, but there's even more than when before we left. <coughs> Get some water. It's dangerous to cough these days. <clears throat> but I was eating some trail mix and um, some got stuck in my... <clears throat> Um, so we saw how many people were suffering more people are going to be suffering and in 2020 they had to give us stimulus they had to give us UBI they gave us UBI through unemployment which was a federal money they attached to the state unemployment because a lot of people lost their jobs or weren't working I think most people who lost it, well, a big chunk of people who lost their jobs, 40% of the places that closed didn't open back up. So now you had a lot of people filing for LLCs. Um, a lot of people um, starting their own businesses and doing their own thing because, again, they realize how much you can do on the computer, how much you can actually do with these apps.
because everyone was sitting at home just with their computers, with their phones, and they just realizing we can do a lot of things. So we um we averted the direct fashions. We 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 slid back, but we didn't swing in another direction. Usually when you go to a direct fascism, you go to, bam, a direct democracy. There'll be a big swing. But it wasn't a big swing because we didn't really get the candidate that would have done that. Now, Bernie Sanders would have done that. He would have swung it the other way and then we would have been brought to a balance. But we got fascism light, which is Joe Biden. And He's trying to go back to a pre-Trump era, but there is no pre-Trump era. There's no infrastructure psychologically or socially for pre-Trump era. It just has, because that era wasn't no good. It led to Trump. Why would you want to go to an era that's going to lead to fascism? Right? If if you walk down a path and ten on this road, dogs attacked you. And you got out and you got in the hospital and they patched you up. Why would you go down that same road? Why would you say, well, I want to go down that road again. I want to get better, Doc, so I can go down that road. It, it doesn't make any sense. So... Um, That's where we're going. And that's why on a federal level, on a national level, fascism is at the gate because Trump is still at the gate. Tom Cotton is at the gate. And they're not at the gate where the gate is closed. The gate is open and they're standing there and they're trying to figure out, all right, we're, we're at the gate. How do we move back into the White House? How do we move back into power? And um, so far, Biden is handing it to him on a platter now. As social things disintegrate, we'll see if Biden reacts how he should. <clears throat> and I know a lot of economists want him to do this. Some of the oligarchs want him to start pumping more money out. Stimulus, UBIs, and all kinds of things. Some people are doing UBIs on the local level. I know Newark has a UBI program. And I want to say Oakland? But there's five or six cities who did it, and it really improved the city. Their city, small city, small town. Um, but Newark, New Jersey is doing it now with a thousand people, and this is privately funded. So how it's going to work is, it works out, then they'll fund it governmentally. But they're doing a test privately, and I and I basically think that what's going to happen is um um. The oligarchs are going to fund it. They're going to use all of their foundation monies and just fund the UBI. So instead of a foundation giving money to a homeless organization or organizations for battered women or organization to feed children, I think they're just going to give the money directly to people. Um, because remember, the oligarchs, the rich like to play. They want to play.
that's the whole point of being a billionaire. So you can play, so you can have fun, so you can do whatever brings you pleasure. And if you can't do that, because homeless people are living everywhere, people are stabbing people, people are shooting people, you can't get to games, you can't get to your Broadway plays without people harassing you, then it's not worth having the money. Because then now you're walled in behind the security gate yourself. You probably will have to start traveling with security uh, team if you're a billionaire or millionaire. Because it's just going to get bad. It's going to get dangerous. And it's just going to spiral down. So you have neighborhoods where there's poverty. <clears throat> and the stimulus and the UBI is, is helping. The UBI that they're giving for children is helping. But once that runs out, you're going to have people stealing from stores food to eat. Stores can't stay open. They close. And it's just going to spiral, 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 spiral. And so, you know, the answer is UBI. And the answer is housing programs. The answer is all these things. But you have a person that's, I'm not sure he's in his right mind completely. And he's old-fashioned. He is what they call a professional managerial. He, uh, he's of the professional managerial class. And they always feel like they you have to create some complicated programs. For instance, even the unemployment. It's a lot of work just to get this thing. You got to jump through a lot of hoops. The rental assistance program, you got to jump through a lot of hoops. It's hidden. You got to find it. Then you got to find out where you apply and then you got to upload documents at another place it's just they make it very difficult for you to use the program and some people just are tired of that they say hey man you you, you put this program out there and you made it difficult for me to use so i can't get it and I'm not leaving my apartment. I'm not leaving my house. They're going to have to come throw me out. And when they do, I'm going to firebomb it. I'm going to tear it up. And that's what's happening. So, you know, on the federal level, on the national level, fascism is at the gate. In New York City, we just had our mayoral elections. And Eric Adams was winning, but we have rank choice. So now in this first round of I think it's five rounds so in the first round he won a majority of the thing but not 50% so we did the second round and um, where some people drop off so let me explain rank choice voting so you rank the people from one to five that you like and then you have a general election and they count all the number ones then the person with the lowest votes, number five, gets cut off. They take those person's votes, whoever voted for number five on first on their ballot, and they go to those people's number twos. And then they spread them out through the, the other four that's remaining. Then they count again. They cut off number four, and they take number four's votes and spread them out to the other three if you had those other three on your ballot, on your ranking. And they keep doing this until one person's left. And Eric Adams won the first round. And he won the second round, but he's 
barely winning. So we'll see after it's all done, said and done, if he wins. If he wins, <clears throat> you will have a black mayor, New York City's second black mayor, who is a police officer and wants to bring back stop and frisk that he's calling stop and question. I don't know what the difference is. Because if you question me and it goes awry, you're going to frisk me. So I, just, I think it's silly, but he's doing it. And he'll be running against Curtis Sliwa, who runs an organization called the Guardian Angels. Now, Guardian Angels are basically people, volunteers who know martial arts and they used to walk the trains in the 80s. Um... And they're still around, and they wear the red jackets and the berets, and they walk around, and they just—it's just like a community, uh, community watch, but it's for the whole city. And they usually use used to do the trains, and you know, mostly the subway, because that's where a lot of crime was. And I think that they're going to get big again because crime is going is real big in the subway. So you have a community policing person at least his organization does i mean I, i'm not sure he he courteously what always leans toward law enforcement as well <clears throat> but he has this guardian angel in his background so you could have him um running against eric adams <clears throat> and a lot of white voters in new york city are just fed up with this thing they want um, they want their country back too. They won't tell you, they won't be as blatant as Trump, but they're there. And um, the more they feel like things are being taken away from them, the more that they will um, secretly vote for people that want to bring that back. And I got a, a, a funny feeling in my gut that Curtis Lee, if he goes up against Eric Adams, is going to do well. If he takes this thing seriously. Now, Curtis Lee may be just in it for the money. And he is a Trump type figure. He was a radio show host. And after he did the Guardian Angels, he became um, a talk sh a talk radio host, show host. Um, AM radio, right wing radio. So... We'll see if that happens. I, I mean, I got a feeling he's going to do really well if he goes up against Adams. But if Adams doesn't win all the rounds of the primary with the ranked choice voting, then this will be moot. Um, right now, Adams is barely ahead of the woman who used to run the Department of Sanitation. I respect her because anyone who runs the Department of Sanitation in New York City will definitely get my respect. It's the most important agency. Because when the garbage is not picked up properly, we're finished. And the rodents take over, we're finished. New York City can't not function. Period. We can function without trains if you double up on the buses. We can function with we can function without police officers, you know. We can function well, we can't really function without firefighters. But we, there's no way as a city we can function without um, garbage men. So garbage men and firefighters are, are the two things. Without them, it's over. 
And um, so, you know, I they they give my respect. No one who owns the fire department ever ran to be mayor. That's interesting. <clears throat> but you know, if she wins, I believe her last name is Garcia. If she wins, then <clears throat> I don't think Curtis Lee will have a chance of winning. I don't know if he would win even with Adams, but I think he would do well and make it a lot closer than it needs to be. Which would probably be nice because it would expose that New York City has a lot of Karens and has a lot of um, <clears throat> racist, let's be honest. Just as racist as Mississippi, just a different way. And in some ways, a more cruel way, because if you take the South, you can always find food in the South. Something's always growing somewhere. Um, and a lot of times you can walk on the side of the road and pick it, a fruit, a vegetable, whatever the case is. A lot of those farms and gardens, they're not really gated off. Um, but in New York City, they don't have that. You're just out. I mean, you can go in the supermarket and five finger discount, but that's always brings risk. You know, so um, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I think fascism is at the gate. We'll see if it comes back into power and takes over. But I tell you this. We only have this one chance. Once fascism gets back in, once Trump gets back in or a Trump like figure gets back in, it's going to be over. And if a Trump figure gets back in and they give us a UBI, fascism will reign for at least 20 years. So, um, and remember, fascism is not always dark and dingy and dirty cities and all that. Sometimes, you know, they can make it look nice on the surface. You just don't have as many freedoms and you... um, um, everything's dealt with in a very harsh way. So, in a, under fascist regime, homeless people will probably just be eliminated. You just round them up, take them somewhere, and get rid of them. Dump them in a ditch and dump them in a ditch. Um, <clears throat> and if we don't give a housing plan, if we don't give a UBI, if we don't give these kind of programs. I fear that that's what's going to happen <clears throat> in the next congressional election. Because if the right wing takes back the, if the Trump era comes back and takes the House of Representatives and the Senate, Biden's not strong enough to withstand that. And then there'll just be another fascist in the White House in four years, three years now. Well, four years. And so, um, me personally, as you all know my story, that I'm out here struggling in these streets, living off of one of these programs that's about to end in 60 days. So I may not even make it to see if fascism just walks back in. Which, to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not even upset about. Because at some point, I'm a black man that's always tried to be thought-based, and I'm 50, it has kind of worn me out, to be honest with you. It's kind of worn me out. When nobody around you wants you to be thought-based, no one wants to encourage it, 
and you're trying to do it because that's part of being a human being, it could just run you run you out, run you to the ground. So um, either way, <clears throat> I'd be fine if we had a UBI and I could survive. If we didn't and I got ground in dust, either way, it's going to be peaceful for me. Um, I don't know what it's going to be like if I get ground to dust for the people who, who uh, have to live through it, especially the young people in my family. I'm sad about that, but um, that is the reality and we have to accept reality. I'm going to try to do more of these. Um, I'm going to try to do some happier ones. Maybe I'll talk about some films and talk about some... Um, oh, I'm watching this show called um, Wayward, Wayward Pines. So, yeah, I, well, I'll talk about that next time. Really interesting show by M. Night Shyamalan. I'm one of the few people that still like M. Night Shyamalan. And um, I don't hate his stuff. Even when the endings are kind of on the lame side, I still don't hate his stuff. So, um, maybe we'll talk about that next time. And until next time, I just want you to all be safe. Be safe. Be safe. And um, fight for justice. Fight for a civil society. It would be nice to say before I go, leave this, 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 this planet, to say I actually lived in a civil society. That would be cool. Um, take care, everyone. Take care. And um, take care of each other, more importantly.